Good Monday morning, listeners. It's Mind Shit to Millions with Adrian Swanson and Jesse Roy. Good morning, everyone. So today uh, we're talking about something we notice with a lot of people, and I can say I've recognized this problem in myself as well. And it's one where we see a lot of women, they just want to paint on a happy face, like all the time, no matter what. And that's because that's what we've been taught, right? Like the new mantra in the mainstream is, you know, positive thoughts, positive light. So we've all like subscribed to that mantra. Um, An interesting thing though, is that I think I've heard a new term for this recently, and maybe it's not a new term because I'm kind of behind the times on things, but it's called toxic positivity. And that's where like, we are overly positive, like even in sight of a negative situation. And this toxic positivity or always want to be happy and positive, it creates problems. And these problems can be repetitive problems. And if we put on this happy face and, you know, positive, just painting over everything with positivity, like our business challenges will keep presenting themselves to us over and over. It's so true. I, it's crazy how, like, of course people want positivity, but like you said, to the point of ignoring disappointment or anger or frustration or any of those, like we're glossing it over with, you know, this positivity. And, um, we think we have to keep it all together, right? We have to, we have to keep ourselves together. We have to have this positive outlook and show we've got it all under control. Um, and I think people put this wall up when the negative emotion arises, right? They build a giant wall like, Oh no, that's not there. (laughs) I'm not angry. I'm not upset. I'm not failing. We'll just hide that right behind that big wall I just made. Um, And so when they start to feel that little bit of an emotion, they push it away. And um, a lot of people use busy as a way not to face it, right? Like instead of taking a moment to look at it, they're like, oh, I got to go do the laundry. Oh, I got to, I got to, I got all these things. Um, But what if you took the time to feel it? What if you realize that you don't have to have your poop together because most people don't have their poop together, right? Like most of the world does not, you ask the most, successful people and they don't feel like they have it together. So could you be okay with not having it all together? I mean, Jesse and I deal with a lot of leaders and they think that they're a bad leader. I'm using quotation marks. You can't see me bad leader, um, like bad dog. Um, they worry that if they don't have it all together or they don't do the exact right thing, that they're this quote unquote bad leader. So again, I, I've watched so many make themselves so busy that they don't have time to lead. Right. Cause then they don't have to deal with this bad leader feeling or they pretend like, Oh, you know what? It's not a big deal. I'll just keep leading from this place that, you know, I'm a bad leader. I'll just keep on keeping on and just ignore it and just do what I'm doing. Yeah. And I think we see this a lot, especially like with team building you know, you have someone join your team, they start out great, 
and then they decide it's not for them or they quit or they just fall away. Or, you know, maybe they're a team leader or they're a team member and they just, you know, talked a great talk and how they were excited and then they don't end up doing anything. And so, you know, as their leader, we feel, you know, upset or frustrated, but instead of like realizing that we're really upset and frustrated about it, we just brush it off. We're like, oh, okay, no, I have to remain positive. I cannot be upset or mad that they, you know, left my team. Everything's fine. Everything's great. And then, you know, you go out and act from that place of upsetness or frustration and you go out and sponsor a new team member right away just so you can fill that spot on your team without realizing that underneath you weren't dealing with the upsetness and the frustration. So it's important to look at the results you're creating from that space of not feeling good enough or being frustrated. And are these results, the results that you really want to create? Because my guess is, you know, when you're having thoughts that you're a bad leader, when you are not dealing with the frustration of a team member um, leaving, your results are not going to be good. They're not going to be ideal. So how do we get to a better place to create from? So first off, you have to recognize the layers. You have to recognize you're BSing yourself and get real honest with what's going on. It's so true, Jesse, that people need to dig in and feel the emotions because the BSing is real, people. Your brain is going to throw up so much stuff at you. So let's take the second example, you know, like somebody quits, like quit your team. So a lot of people like to be like, I gave them all they needed to know. They could do so much and they just don't see it. People just don't want to work. This business is so hard to keep people, right? Et cetera, et cetera. There's a million of these things that your brain will fire at you when somebody leaves your team. But I'm going to challenge you to take a minute, like Jesse said, and get real honest and look a little deeper. Usually our mind is throwing out these excuses to protect us from dealing with our actual thought that is causing this emotion of frustration and anger. And we use that excuse pretending that's our thought because our brain doesn't want us to really look at our thought. So ask yourself, why do I think this business is so hard, right? If you're saying this business is so hard, why do you think that? Why am I frustrated that someone else would choose a different path? Why is that frustrating you? And this is where, you know, I can even feel it. When you start questioning yourself, you get a little like, we get defensive a little bit, right? Like, what do you mean? I'm not frustrated. She left. She left. It's on her, not me. But you're the one feeling those emotions. You can't control what others are doing. Our feelings are coming from within ourselves. So only when you can be completely honest with yourself and give the true thought, of what's bothering you. And for instance, when I've dealt in these situations, a lot of times it is 
I'm not good enough. I don't feel like I know how to lead. I'm not worthy of having a team. I mean, there's lots of different things that it truly ends up being when they take a minute to question themselves. Then when you question yourself, you can finally feel, you know, get the real initial thought that is causing these emotions. And feeling those uncomfortable emotions can be so freeing right now. You just have to trust me on this because I know you're all like, uh, nope, no way. I don't want to go there. Not doing that. However, when we spend time with those emotions, let them work through our body, they actually get released and they no longer have this tight hold on us. And now this isn't going to work the first time. Like the first time you spend time, like identifying an emotion, letting it sit in your body, letting the vibrations do what you do. You're not never going to feel like frustration or disappointment again. It's a gradual process. So it takes work. It takes focus. But the more you do it, the more you identify that emotion, the more you spend time with it, the grip it has on you gets less and less. And therefore the results that you achieve will get better and better. Um, and I actually love it when I'm like working with a client and, you know, they're telling me a situation that happened and it usually involves a negative emotion. And I ask them, I'm like, Hey, you know, did you take time to actually sit with that? Like, you know, process that emotion and, you know, it's so funny because sometimes they'll be like, yep, I did. <laughs> and I know that they did <laughs> just like by the look on their face and how they answered me. And, you know, that's fine because doing this work initially is super duper uncomfortable and you have to be willing to experience an uncomfortable emotion. So really, I mean, the choice is yours. However, if you make the choice to deal with those negative emotions, your results will get better and better. And I see this, you know, with our clients, lots of our clients too, is we can, you know, with life coaching, we can get them to finally recognize that thought, right? That's causing the emotion and, and they get emotional, right? Cause they finally figured out the thought, but then as soon as they recognize that, they don't want to look at it. They don't, when it shows up again, they don't want to see it. And you know, it always will show up in different portions of your life. Once you realize a thought you're having a lot of times in many different avenues, it'll show up. So they go back to those surface excuses, right? Like not taking, they, they don't want to take the time to sit with it and feel it They They just go right back to, Oh, this business is hard. Even though they figured out the, the real thought behind it, they go back to that easier thought because what does our brains do? What do Jesse and I say all the time? They want it to be easy. They want it to be easy. So your brain wants it to be easy. It doesn't want to look at itself and be like, Ooh, where's that coming from? So this is why life coaching is so needed. People don't get to the true emotion. They stop at that surface and they sit with this business is hard. That's what it is. And then your body can let it go. Like you can I mean, I just felt it right there. Like if you were just like, oh, this business is hard. So I don't, I, I mean, I have no control over it. What does that do? Your shoulders relax. You're like, oh yeah, I have no, I, I can't do anything about it. It's good. It's good. Move on. 
it's, it's, um, you can just move on from there and not even worry about it. But what, what do you, what, what do you think is happening when you're sponsoring people with the belief that the business is hard? Who do you think you're attracting? So you go on, you've let yourself off the hook by saying this business is hard. So the people who come to you, what do the, what do you think they feel? What do you think is going to happen? They're going to think the business is hard. They're going to leave. And now where are you at? You're back to frustration and believing the business is hard. You just proved yourself right. <laughs> so do you see how this pattern, like this cycle is, it's detrimental to so many people's business because we don't want to deal with that yucky feeling. So we just keep going back to the one that makes us feel relaxed, which is the excuse. And we are here to help you break those detrimental cycles. And we all have them and we continue to have them. Yes. Even if we fix one, we'll continue to have another. So your homework today is to take time and identify the cycle that you are stuck in. See if you can recognize when you're painting over your business negatives with positivity. So come on over to our group, Mindshit to Millions, and share that with us. Drive to change your mindshit to millions. We'll see you next week. Are you excited about what you just learned? Are you committed to building your team? Join us in our signature program, Three Consultants in 30 Days. The link to join is in the show notes.